Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is bipolar. We all have moments when we are happy and moments when we are sad. Most of the time, we are able to function every day without either of these affecting us too much. What if you go back and forth between the two extremes frequently? While you're experiencing either one of these, does it make completing daily activities difficult? If it does, you might have bipolar disorder. What does this mean? How is it treated? Can it be prevented? Bipolar disorder is a mental health condition that is known for having extreme mood swings. You can have episodes where you feel euphoric, full of energy, or very irritable. These are referred to as manic or hypomanic. They have the same symptoms, but mania is more severe and usually causes more noticeable problems. At the opposite end of the spectrum are the depressive episodes, which is when you experience feeling sad or hopeless and lose interest in activities that you normally enjoy. In either case, they can affect your sleep, energy or activity levels, judgment or thinking, and behavior. The disorder used to be known as manic depression because of the two mood extremes. Episodes can occur rarely or frequently. There are several types of bipolar disorder. Bipolar 1 is if you have at least one manic episode that was either preceded or followed by hypomanic or major depressive episodes. These manic episodes can be severe. Some people even develop psychosis. Bipolar 2 is when you have at least one major depressive episode and at least one hypomanic episode, but never have a manic episode. Sometimes the depressed period can last for a while. It's important to note that these two groups are separate diagnoses. Bipolar 2 isn't a milder form of bipolar 1. Cycloclythmic disorder is when you have many periods of hypomania and depression within the past two years for adults or one year for children and teens. For this type, the severity of depressive symptoms aren't as bad as those who have bipolar 2. Bipolar that is classified as other types is usually brought on by alcohol, drugs, or other medical conditions. Bipolar disorder is often diagnosed when an individual is in their teens or early 20s, but can occur at any age. Symptoms vary for each individual and can change over time. It's a lifelong condition that requires management of symptoms. In order for a person to be classified as having a manic episode, they must have three or more of these symptoms, being abnormally upbeat, feeling jumpy or wired, having increased activity or energy levels, feeling agitated, having an exaggerated sense of well-being or self-confidence, not sleeping, unusual talkativeness, racing thoughts, easily distracted, and poor decision-making, like going on buying sprees or taking unnecessary risks. For a person to be labeled as having a depressive episode, they need to have five of the following symptoms. Feeling sad, empty, hopeless, or tearful, Children and teens might be irritable, noticeable loss of interest in activities, not getting enjoyment out of activities that they normally do, significant weight changes either up or down, 
changes in appetite, either insomnia or sleeping too much, either restlessness or slowed behavior, fatigue, feeling worthlessness, having excessive or inappropriate amounts of guilt, unable to think or concentrate, indecisiveness, or thinking about planning or actually attempting suicide. When experiencing symptoms from either end of the spectrum and they're severe enough, they can make day-to-day activities extremely difficult. The cause of bipolar disorder is unknown, but thought to be related to physical changes within the person's brain. It's more common to develop it if you have a sibling or parent with the condition. For many people, something triggers their first episode, such as abusing drugs or alcohol, or periods of high stress, like going through a traumatic event. Bipolar disorder requires treatment in order to get better by managing the symptoms. If it's not treated, it can cause numerous complications, such as legal or financial problems, damaged relationships, poor performance at work or school, drug or alcohol abuse, and suicide attempts or actual suicide. Treatment is managed by a psychiatrist who is a doctor that specializes in diagnosing and treating mental health disorders. Your doctor will likely prescribe medication to help you regulate your moods. These medications can include mood stabilizers, antipsychotics, antidepressants, antidepressant antipsychotic combos, and anti-anxiety medications. It can take a bit of time to find the right medication for you. Your doctor will help you in adjusting your medications in order to get the best fit. The key is to not stop taking any medications without talking to your doctor first. If you're pregnant or planning on becoming pregnant, make sure to talk to your doctor because many of these medications can have an impact on fetal development. For people who don't respond to medications, your doctor may recommend electroconvulsive therapy, or ECT, or transcranial magnetic stimulation, TMS, to see if they help change the chemistry within your brain in hopes to provide you with better management of your symptoms. The other big component of treatment involves psychotherapy. There are many different types. Interpersonal and social rhythm therapy, or IPSRT, is designed to help you develop a consistent routine for sleeping, eating, and activities because this makes it easier to manage your moods. Cognitive behavior therapy, or CBT, helps to recognize unhealthy behaviors and replace them with healthy ones. This can be useful in recognizing triggers and dealing with stress. Psychoeducation is when you learn more about your condition to gain better understanding in order to stick with your treatment plan and prevent a relapse. Often, bipolar disorder is accompanied by several other problems, such as substance abuse, anxiety disorders, eating disorders, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or ADHD, and physical problems. All of these need to be addressed separately while you're receiving care for your bipolar disorder. For your treatment to be successful, you need to stick with the plan, surround yourself with supportive family and friends, and have a healthy routine. It can also be helpful to keep a chart of your moods so you can identify triggers and know when a treatment plan is working or needs to be changed. There's no specific way to prevent bipolar disorder. The key to preventing complications is getting the help you need at the earliest sign of an episode. The major thing to look for are the warning signs. This can help you get a head start on dealing with the symptoms, see if there is a pattern to them, 
and identify what is triggering them. It's a good idea to include family and friends in monitoring for the symptoms so they can help you identify when an episode is starting. Since alcohol and drugs can make your symptoms worse or reappear, avoid them. It's vital to take your medications, as prescribed, even if you're feeling better. If you stop or reduce the amount you're taking, you can experience withdrawal symptoms and your bipolar symptoms will get worse or return. Living with bipolar disorder is a challenge. The good news is that there are treatments available that can help you to successfully manage it. If you have any questions or concerns about bipolar disorder, please speak with your doctor. If you would like more information, please visit the National Institute of Mental Health's Bipolar page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.